now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoying the final days of 2022. I feel like it's still New Year's Eve from last year. I've been having so much fun in 2022. I'm excited about <laughs> going in to the next year with some outstanding people in my life. The worst of all, all the people in my family, my lovely wife, and then of course there's my associates that I work with here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Today we have two of our top contributors joining us on the radio program. Shari Pheasant will be here to talk to us about the world of business and entrepreneurship and real estate all across the country, how it impacts us here in Northern Nevada. Shari from Horsepower Strategies will be talking with us later on the show. Also joining us, Lisa Fleck. She's a mortgage loan originator and a branch manager at Neo Home Loans. Right here in Reno, we're gonna talk about the world of mortgage as it relates to real estate. Is it really possible to get a deal today? We'll find out that and more after this. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. It's so sweet. The 13th Annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Honeybees are amazing. Learn about products from beehives for health and beauty. Honey tasting contest, how to take care of your bees, everything you need to get started in beekeeping. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th, Yearington, Nevada. NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. It's so sweet the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm so excited about being here and being a beekeeper. Yes, the <laughs> Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23, 24, and 25 in Yarrington, Nevada, one of my favorite towns here in northern Nevada. Mm -hmm. It's actually a great place to look at real estate. But bees especially love Yarrington because there's so much agriculture and some of the top beekeeping experts in the world will be there this year, Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 23 to 25. Get all the details at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Here in the studio today, Lisa Fleck from NEO Home Loans. Hi Lisa, how you doing? I'm great, Peter, thanks for having me. It's good to have you back. Last time you were here, we talked about the Reverse mortgage. We did. We were talking about reverse mortgages. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to put things in reverse today. Oh, I love it. And we're going to go back to regular <laughs> mortgage. Okay. That sounds good? like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, it's been a crazy year. And uh, we're going to look at the stats later, talk about things. But it's amazing if you look at a chart of the real estate median home prices in northern Nevada, how a big of a swing we've had in 12 months. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of back. It's like a big swing set, you know, and you're now swinging toward the back. But it feels different every year and every time because it takes a lot of different factors to get you to where you are at any given moment. And so if you look at last year's median home prices, they're pretty much the same as last year. Yep. But it was a whole different route to get there than it right. was to get here 
We're going to talk about that more in your world. Neo Home Loans. Yeah. Excited to talk more about that too. Great. Tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your team first of all. Uh, well, my team, I have um, I have a person on my team. She's my loan coordinator, and she helps me get my loans closed. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a couple loan originators in our office as well. So we're really dedicated to uh, providing our clients with financial knowledge. Um, yeah. We really operate our business from a, an education standpoint. Yeah. We don't think that people understand how they can take their assets and their debts and combine them and have them work together to grow their generational wealth. Yeah. I've always loved that about you, Lisa. <laughs> Many mortgage lenders, you know, their number one focus is doing mortgages. Right. A lot of other mortgage lenders, great mortgage lenders, like yourself, your main focus is helping people. Right. And there's a difference. You still get a mortgage closed when you help people. Right. But when you go in with that different attitude, things turn out a whole different way. Yeah. We're going to talk about that more. Thank cool. you for joining us, too, on the show today. Shari Pheasant the queen of horsepower from Horsepower Strategies. <laughs> Always happy to have royalty in the studio. Oh, love to be here, Peter. You're royalty, too. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Lots of family. Our family has a lot of boys, so we mm -hmm. had a lot of horsepower going on in our oh, family yeah. for nice. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And um, I love having you on our show, Shari, because you not only help real estate professionals by giving them direction, guidance, training, but you also are in the world of real estate yourself. You're a real estate investor. I know you have real estate investments, and I know you're an entrepreneur as well. Let our listeners know just a little bit about you if they haven't had a chance to find out about Shari Pheasant. Gosh, well, I made my way, made my way west um, back in the early 80s uh -huh. um, from Colorado. I was born in Massachusetts, but came to Nevada. I'm battle-born to be here. Oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, most certainly. I found the love of my life, my husband. We just celebrated our... 31st wedding anniversary um, this month. Oh, nice. Um, got married on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, that can tell you I'm a little bit of a contrarian. So um, I flip things a little backwards so we can pay attention to them the right way. Um, hence your little uh, comment earlier about reverse. I really yeah. dug that. You that dug that good. reverse, reverse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And I spend my time, really, I've been mentoring young ladies um, in the Western industry for about 20, 25 years. I've been into nonprofits and mentoring boards as an advisor. Um, and working with nonprofits for that long as well. And I'm really now just switching into from small business, mm -hmm. helping them double their business and increase their engagement of their team, um, retain their qualified staff, right? And developing their talent. And we're taking that into corporate now. So corporate really wants to establish that small business atmosphere and um, yeah. helping women leaders. And so oh, yeah. I love um, helping women show up at the table and understanding their scientific self. So I like to say we get naked. Uh, getting naked. Interesting that you would mention that. <laughs> I love to get naked. I mean, look, I mean, let's face it. Wait, wait, now I I'm not talking about clothing at all, Peter. I I'm want... merely talking about, right, being your naked self as a leader because the new workforce wants you to be vulnerable and transparent. Mm -hmm. Yet leaders, there's just this contrary thing, right? We believe that we have to be everything to everybody. Mm -hmm. And so there's this denial piece about what we can't do and what we do provide. And I've talked to so many, everything's fine. And I'm thinking, hmm, I've talked to like three or four of your teammates. Mm -hmm. And I really know there's just a little bit of dialing we can do to your team. So naked is about just being comfortable with all of it. Well, exactly. It's about telling about yourself. It's about talking about things, I believe, that are on your mind. And you're not afraid when you're, let's face it, People in nudist colonies are not afraid of being seen nude, right? Because they're in their right space. They're no matter the what right their place. body shape is. Right. So when you're trying to get a point across, when you're talking to somebody, when you use the quote-unquote naked uh, element in that thought, 
you're really just being yourself. You're really just being natural, and you're allowing other people to be naked too. And using the word naked is, um, right, subconsciously, it's a trigger. Yeah. So it's going to get people to pay attention. Um, it is a pattern interrupt. So we interrupt that normal thought process that's going on. Yeah. Um, and that's what helps us learn, dig in, and it, it creates an imprint for us. Yeah. And if somebody's really, really a prude, let's just go with stark nude. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's Maybe a, you're semi-naked. That's a little bit more, <laughs> Sometimes you, know, you have to start small. To it's a little big. more Venus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Venus de Milo than, you know. Than uh, the Lady Godiva. That's it. Venus that's de Milo, good, yeah. right, Lady? Two different mm -hmm. nakeds. For, mm -hmm. There you go. In the studio with me, Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies and Lisa Fleck, loan officer from NEO, Home Loans. And NEO is, uh, well, tell me about NEO. I mean, this, what does NEO mean? Do you yes. Know? Well, NEO is a Greek word for new. Okay. And so the company was founded on the context that um, we are looking to change the expectations that clients and customers have of their mortgage advisor. Mm -hmm. um, that there is that they that we have as an industry we have failed the American public, in the sense that we have taught them that the transaction and the interest rate um, is the most important thing. And so I asked the question. Do you feel 100% comfortable with all of your own personal financial and real estate decisions? Mm -hmm. And I don't. So obviously, most people probably don't. And when you take a look at the amount of time that we as an industry, both real estate and lending, spend with our clients, it's less than 1% of that 30-year mor mortgage, right? Right, mm. right. So we are leaving them as an industry. We have left people to kind of try to figure stuff out on their own. Yeah. And if I don't feel comfortable, how the heck do I expect my clients to ever feel comfortable? So the context of what it is that we do is that we see ourselves as annual financial um, actively involved in our clients' lives, helping them incorporate debts and assets mm -hmm. into their ability to grow generational wealth. And mm -hmm. change, my job is really to change their mind, yeah. change the way that they see things. Yeah. Elisa's naked. I like her naked. Yeah, that's the way it works, huh? <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. You immediately, look, this is um, how I see we could have done things differently yeah. than where we've been. Um, no fault, no harm, and a foul. Right. Um, we have failed, but doesn't mean we're not still good at what we do. By the way, right. NEO, N-E-O, there's a video called Planet NEO versus oh. Planet Traditional. Mm. Um, and it talks about the different mindset of Planet Traditional. You have to mm. save 70% to spend yep. any money. You won't spend any. Yep. NEO stands for New Economic Order. Mm. Oh, that well, is that about, might be part of it too, though. That is about value. See, you're speaking yeah. that to me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so aligned. Mm. Yeah. Right? Because New Economic Order, I'm going to pay more because I want better service. Right. Mm -hmm. I want more value. Right. And that's exactly what it sounds like you're right. doing. That's is exactly you're pattern interrupting doing. and you're applying yep. new value and getting people to think past that 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 wave on the top of the ocean right. to go beneath the iceberg. If you right. understand the iceberg principle, yeah, you go absolutely. deep on the iceberg. I yeah. like that. So ladies, you both know that I was a former mortgage lender, Lisa, because yes. I used to work in the same office that Lisa did. And Shari, because you and I have talked about that many times. But I learned so much in that 10-year window that I was in, a little bit more than 10 years, and it's still staged with me today. Um, similarities in other professions. I got a new doctor about a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't crazy about even having to go to the doctor. I only went to the doctor when I was sick, and I wasn't sick very often, so after many, many years, I went to a doctor, and come to find out, he wasn't even a doctor. Well, he is a doctor, in my opinion, but he's known as a, a PA. He's a physician's assistant. He can prescribe medicine. He can do everything yeah. that a doctor can. But he, can, he actually does things that doctors can't. He's a great communicator. I love talking <laughs> to my PA. 
Yeah. The man actually talks Does to me. Does he have good handwriting? Like a brother. Yeah. Like a brother. I mean, not like uh, an authoritarian, mm -hmm. which many doctors do seem like, mm -hmm. but like a brother. But here's what I'm getting at. After three months of seeing him, he had called me up. How you doing, Peter? Just want to check on you. Mm -hmm. Three months later, calls me again. It was his assistant saying the doctor wanted to check on me. She wanted to re relay the message. Mm -hmm. Another three months came by. He reminds me that uh, I'm going to have to see him in another few months. So what I'm getting at is this, Lisa and Shari. Follow through, uh -huh. I believe, is the big difference. When you give up on a client, on a prospect, when you do a bad job of taking care of a client, I don't care what business it is, it's probably because you failed that last thing, follow up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually built into our system. We, we have people on our team that mm -hmm. that is their sole job is to stay in touch with the clients. Um, we use a CRM. It pops up. I send them a quick video. Mm -hmm. Just want to check in and make sure you're doing okay. Have any questions? Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, it's just being that proactive and, and really caring about them. I think that that's a big piece of it. And that just yeah. speaks to my heart. So. Well, let me tell you that, that that is the key. But I think a lot of people in the service industry, mm -hmm. including Maurice professionals, they suffered the way I suffered. Yeah. I didn't know... Yeah. Because I was in a different business prior. I didn't know the value and the importance of that follow-through. Like, quite frankly, yeah. I didn't want to bother anybody after three months or six months. I struggle with well, that, too, all the time. Why would I want to bother? They don't want to hear wait, from wait. me. So I own an automotive shop locally, right? A Master Mechanic. Right. And we have a CRM. Mm -hmm. And part of what we do, and I, we don't work on your car. We provide convenience and freedom and dependability to right. clients. And so I remember way back when, because we've been in business almost 20 years, and in back in the beginning, my husband is the industry professional. I'm the business professional. And so I said to him, hey, we've got to do this. We need to call. We had this recommended service. They didn't get it done. Mm -hmm. We need to read. He goes, I don't want to beg for business. I said, beg for business? We're not begging for business. We're taking care of our right. clients, right? Because if they're on the side mm -hmm. of the road, we're not doing our job. Mm -hmm. right. So, and just like when you leave a doctor's office, you have your next appointment. Right. We're the doctor for the car. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now it's a totally different mindset. So I agree. It's how you look at it and perceive it and where your intention comes from. Yeah. And you come from the heart. So it's not about bugging them. Yeah. It's about taking care of them. Yeah. Exactly. Once we learn that it's actually in their benefit and we're doing our duty by staying in contact with mm -hmm. our clients as a follow-up, it's a lot easier. It's not bugging them. I don't, I'm, now I'm thinking when I call people, you know what I think? They can't wait to talk to me. They are <laughs> looking it. forward to seeing me. I bet they're wondering where I've been. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a call. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark and I've been in Northern Nevada for over 50 years and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant style eating at Early Head Start and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I go to a lot of places when I'm in my busy work week because we do a lot of things to help not only Nevada Real Estate Radio listeners, but also the real estate community, the mortgage community, and most important of all, we love to help the young people in America right here in Northern Nevada. We do that by working with Community Services Agency. You want to talk about a great company, excellent benefits, unbelievable. As a teacher, yes, it's not part of the Washer County School District. So 
You get so much more. Medical, dental, vision, life insurance. Six weeks of paid vacation per year. 13 paid holidays per year. 12 sick days per year if you get sick. And so much more. The best 401k pension plan in the educational business here in Northern Nevada. I don't know of a single one that's better. Think about it. Become a Head Start teacher. You will absolutely love working with young people. And you can find out what it takes, how easy it is to get started with your new career at csareno.org. Tell them Peter sent you. Today, Shari Pheasant was with me in the studio. Don't you love those little kids, Shari? I love the little kids. That's what our future's about. Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. We've got to focus on them because, I, I mean, I remember years ago, it was a joke, but I said when the emo came out and all the black nails and the kids felt like they weren't heard. Yeah. Remember all that back in the 80s, mm -hmm. early 90s? And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, they're going to take all us seniors out. And instead of giving us Social Security, because, right, Social Security wasn't going to exist anymore. Right. And they're going to shoot us. Um, they're just <laughs> going to be done with us, and they're going to get rid of us. And that actually really instilled in me a focus on young people mm. and helping them be heard and understanding them and listening. I raise millennials, mm. right? And when I speak and I hear that groan, when that word comes out, I'm like, hold on. You taught them to, right, that a leader has to earn respect, that they should be listened to, they do have value, and if they don't feel that, they can go somewhere else. Right. Now, we might not have known what the results were going to turn out like, but folks, <laughs> it's the millennials. And it's our fault. And I think that the generations are actually teaching us a lesson if we will listen to the kids. Well, you know, we can all learn from kids. I don't care how old you are. You can be young age, middle age, old age. You can be kids. Kids look at things differently than adults because mm -hmm. they are in, not uh, inhibited by so many of the cultural or social fixtures of the world. They say what's on their mind. They're kind of naked is what they are. Yeah. Kind of born <laughs> naked. So See, that word is just even this, great this word. little radio project right, or, or show today, right? Yeah. It became like a normalized it's, word. It's it a naked, is. It's a naked it show It's a today. naked thing. Yeah. And so I look at these young people kind of like uh, one of my mentors told me many years ago, ladies. He said, be careful who you deal with when you're going up because you're probably going to deal with those same people when you're coming down in mm. your career, <laughs> right? And uh, sure enough, I mean, I've experienced yeah. much of that. But when you look at young kids, isn't that really the same deal? I need to be kind to the young kids because when I get old, guess who's going to be about Running my age community. now? Mm -hmm. I need these people. Mm -hmm. I need them to be smart, healthy, excited, positive. And care about the older peeps. And care about them. So anyway, <laughs> we are working with a lot of young people. Uh, and these young people, guess what they're going to be? They're my future clients in the there mortgage and real estate mm -hmm. and at whatever the business is, right? Young people our, from a business perspective, are very valuable. These are the clients of tomorrow. Right. So we better start being nice to them now. And then maybe they'll take my phone call when I call them up for a follow-up <laughs> well, call. Educating right, them. Coming, I think right. when Lisa said we come from an educational standpoint, mm -hmm. perspective, mm -hmm. I think as a business, that is such a healthy way to think. Um, and everything comes from that, right? If you chase money, they say, right, you chase money forever. So it's not what we do. We're in our profession because we believe in what we do. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm ch I want to change the world, right? Yeah. Um, you want to help people be more financial. You're changing the world as well, yeah. helping people really structure their finances. And I think that's really typical with couples, right? My husband views equity as security. Mm -hmm. I view equity as a tool. Right. Two different ways. Very different. Just saying. So mm -hmm. how do we get to a point, right? And that's bringing a mediator in. Mm -hmm. Say, here's what our assets are. Here's what we have. Now, how do we make them work for us, right? Mm -hmm. I said, let's sell this house. We've made as much um, benefit off of it. Mm -hmm. And now let's sell it mm -hmm. so we can go buy a triplex. And now we're going to make triple the amount, right? Right. And he's like, no. And I said, okay, so 
this is a lifestyle business for you. You like that our rentals are on the same block. Mm -hmm. You can go to them and take care of them, and it keeps you busy. He goes, yes. I said, all right, as long as we're on the same page. This is not a moneymaker now. Right. This is your lifestyle retirement business. Yes. So it's about having the right conversation. Yeah. yeah, the right conversation, I think, is really important. And having people be able to express and tap into what their true feelings are and understand them. And, it, and I think then when each party comes with an understanding and a respect of how they approach things is when there's actually you can find that harmony and you can work together to grow and, and develop the way that works best for everybody. See, you really get into people in that I work do. because you have to find out, right, their true intention mm -hmm. and what matters to them and why they, they do what they do and what motivates them. Yeah. I I, it's also that. important, like I'm a certified divorce lending professional as well. So I work with um, people who are in the process of going through separation and divorce and help the attorneys and mediators during the um, exploratory phase and the discovery phase of how this is what I'd like to do, but how can we make this happen? And so that then we kind of work from that standpoint to be able to accomplish something that's actually um, capable of being um, executed once a divorce is settled. Right, because so hard you build it together and that's mm -hmm. such a crucial, tragic yeah. time, in a, or right. not, I mean, depending right on how you right. look at divorce, but then to separate it between the two so everyone's healthy. Right, yeah. and, and you can actually execute. So it helps a family go through that process, that transition process as quickly as possible so they can get to the healing part. Takes away from the feelings, goes right. into the facts. Right. I love that about you. With me in the studio, Shari Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies and Lisa Fleck from Neo Home Loans. Lisa, I'm looking here at the stats, latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of mm -hmm. Realtors. And I wonder how, maybe you can give me a little bit of analysis on some of the things that we're going to be talking about today when we look at the stats. It was back in May of this year. May of 2022, the median sales price for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home in northern Nevada, mm -hmm. Reno Sparks, $615,000. Today, in December of 2022, from the latest stats, our median sales price is? $550,000. Mm -hmm. When I look at that compared to, well, let's say a year ago back and the last reporting period in late November of 2021, we're actually still up, up of just over 2.5%. So even with all of the struggles, the big growth that we had right. since December of last year and then coming right. back down, it's still amazing that um, real estate is still strong. I mean, that tells me there's some strength there. What do you well, think? Well, I, I personally agree 100%. It's frustrating <laughs> when, when unfortunately the... Uh, the, me the general media has spent the last 23 years telling everybody that the housing market's going to crash. It's a yeah. constant, it's for, if you go back historically and you see 23, they've been saying this for 23 years. Oh, yeah. So looking at the data that is realistic data, I think it's a super powerful investment. Mm -hmm. I, um, it's, yes, we're talking, what, what we're struggling with right now really more is affordability. It's not that people don't want to buy homes. It's figuring out how we can help them get into homes currently when we have higher interest rates. And we have right. a lot of creative ways to help them do that. And, and again, that's where this financial planning, this mortgage planning piece comes into play because it's not just the transaction right now. It's like, okay, well, we're going to do this now. We're going to use this tool to get us into the house now. We're going to start to build the equity. We're going to start to build that appreciation. We're getting you in at a great place in the market because it is a little bit soft right now. Mm -hmm. But the demand is still there. So as soon as we start to see rates come down, which will happen, mm -hmm. and affordability becomes better, you have actually played the game the right way because you played against the Todd. I always love the concept of, like, I always want to be the lemming that's running away from the cliff, not the one that's running towards the cliff. Mm. And so, but that requires an enormous amount of education, and it's a challenge to try to get that 
out to people because there's just so much bombardment of horrible news. But the reality is, is that bad news sells. Mm -hmm. Good news doesn't sell. Yep. So, so you get these sound bites and then you get the fear and then we have to go in and we have to educate one by one. And so that's where the frustration is because I see so many people choosing to sit on the fence right now and losing out on an enormous opportunity. Right. However, I, you know, I've said it before and, and I want my listeners to know that I really truly believe that the contrarian approach to investments many times is the one that really yeah. leads to the best success. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be contrarian, just look at what everybody's doing I and then think about, if, what if I did things the other way? Mm -hmm. Is there a chance that mm -hmm. I could come out even better? And you know, a lot of people have done that and they make huge, huge successes. Shari? So even in looking at the stats too, mm -hmm. I'm right, if we see the list price received is down to 97.4%. Mm -hmm. So that's getting, that's going slowly down. Mm -hmm. And that shows me it's a buyer's more of, becoming more of a buyer's market where the sellers maybe, maybe are making some more concessions to leverage right. the higher interest. So now they're leveraging you 20, 30,000 upfront in whatever mm -hmm. that looks like, value, mm -hmm. leaving the hot tub, whatever right. it means, right? Mm -hmm. right. Um, or the price, adjusting mm -hmm. the price. So you're gonna get that benefit. You might have a higher interest rate now, but as a mortgage mm -hmm. right professional, then that means like in two years, you're getting a hold of your client saying, hey, it's down, let's refinance right now, mm -hmm. because this is when it makes sense to you. So you might have spent another 12,000 in the last two years or 8,000 in the last two years on higher interest, but you've also saved 30, 40 up front. So when you switch, now right. you're still coming out 18,000 ahead if you're looking at long-term running. Right. Am and I on the right track? Yeah, you're absolutely on the right track and you're gaining appreciation. You know, Warren Buffett has always said, that yes. he makes money by doing everything that no one else is doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so if Warren Buffett is telling us to do that, mm -hmm. then that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, you're absolutely on the right track. And I think also it has a lot to do with fear um, from the seller standpoint as well. As you know, we're talking about, well, first of all, we're talking about a generation, I realized this about in August, went, oh my God, like interest rates haven't been this high since I started in the industry when everything was refinancing into a six and a half percent because it was coming down in the 2000s to six and a half percent. And I'm like, oh my God, it's been 23 years. We're talking about a generation of home buyers who don't know that interest rates generally are six and a half percent. So that's been a huge relearning curve. And then the other piece of that too is that sellers have gotten so accustomed, I'm putting my house on the market, it's sold by next week. Mm -hmm. And so here's a prime example. I currently have a home in Pleasant Valley that I've got for sale. And we put it on the market just before Thanksgiving. It wasn't the best time, but it was a necessi necessity time. Mm -hmm. and. My agents did a great job. They provided me with comps. They're watching all the listings that they use as comps to price the house. And the, my, my partner is like, well, we need to lower the price. I says, no, we don't. It's been on the market for a month. It's during the holidays. It's in a high price point. And we've had 12 showings and four people interested. We're not lowering the price right now because it doesn't make sense. Right, I agree. Your fear is driving that. And so we need to allow it to do what it's supposed to do, which is going to take about two to three months to sell. And different personality styles, different right. whys, right? right? When we dig into why we do things, will motivate or move differently on fear. I'm a high DI on the disc, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a high doer driver, mm -hmm. a high influencer. I like to get things done through people right. and I take high risk. Mm -hmm. So in, I'm a, I do it. It doesn't matter if fear's there. I'm doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. I just take another breath, right? Mm -hmm. When we go through, whereas a high S on the person style, mm -hmm. fear runs them. And mm -hmm. so that can really influence stagnation right. for them. So it's understanding who you are from the inside yeah. out. When I, when I come back, I'm going to talk about the some ways to overcome this fear. Yeah. Um, I've had some success overcoming fears in the world of investments by taking a little bit more 
control of my focus as right. I'm looking to see actually what I have. I broke it down in some specific categories, and now when I'm looking to make an investment, I don't quite have all that risk that so many people feel they take on when they do buy a new piece of real estate property or a new investment. We're going to talk about that and more detail on the stats after this message. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23 through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. Learn from the experts with our outstanding lineup of speakers. Attend the workshops to learn everything you'll need to get started as a new beekeeper. February 23rd through 25th, Yarrington, Nevada. For beginners and advanced beekeepers, register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds, and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. We're making good time on our radio show because in the world of real estate, mortgage, you got to think clippity-clippity, right? (laughs) It's moving, moving, moving. Typically when a real estate deal comes to the contract and it's signed, the clock starts to tick. People have expectations that it's going to need to close in 30 days, 40 days, 50 days, 10 days, had some crazy, crazy closings I've seen, but it's typically at about 30 days. Back in the height of the market, May of 2022, for this year, uh, median sales price was up to $615,000. When it took a long time to get into contract when a home went for sale, people were talking about seven days. That's how long it was taken then. Yeah, that was a long time. It was a long time, seven days. It's like, can it be done any faster? I think it actually was done a little bit faster the month prior. We're down to six days. I mean, come on. Now, 47 days mm-hmm. it takes to close a deal. Have things slowed down that much, Lisa Fleck? Are the, are the loan officers, the realtors, the title and escrow, are they like moving in slow motion? Yeah, it kind of feels that way right now. <laughs> yeah, it does. When you look at 47 days, you figure, well, they must be yeah. really slow. It's not that, is it? There's other reasons. Yeah, I, I think that it's, I, I, again, I think it's lack of education. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, people's perceived fear. It's lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's prior 
conceptions or, or expectations mm -hmm. as to what they've been experiencing for the last four or five years. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you know, you could have, you know, two years ago, you could have bought a house, you could have had a 3% interest rate, but you paid $50,000 more for the house than what they were asking. Now you might have mm -hmm. an interest rate at six and a half percent, but you're going to you're going to pay twenty thousand dollars less for the house than what they're asking. So at the end of the day, when you take a look mm -hmm. at those numbers, That's the payment works out to be about the same. Yeah. Well, and so. the, and the, another big factor is that so many people have been up until a few months ago buying homes so quickly. Yeah. I have to believe that many of them would have bought a different home had they had more time. I, I would say that probably anybody that bought a home from probably. June of 2020 to maybe the end of 2021, there were a number of clients. I felt really bad for them. They felt that they were having to buy something just to buy something. Yeah, before the price went up, any, before they, they wouldn't get, get a chance, before rough, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it did not help the world of sales when you had that much pressure mm -hmm. to buy something, not so yeah. much from a salesperson or from a real estate agent, but just from the the general market of what you think about it, and your family. You better buy that home because there's not going to be any. There's a line. Well, and there's and a bidding war, right? So yeah. now you think you're not, you're never going to get anything. So you're, it's a, it's a fear of missing out. I mean, it's the reason that, that many people bought <laughs> FOMO. FOMO. Did you just it's talk about FOMO? Hey, she uh, talked FOMO. about FOMO. Uh, <laughs> FOMO. FOMO, yes, that's exactly what it does. Well, let's talk about the list price received. So six months ago in May of 22, uh, people were getting actually more the home when they were selling it mm -hmm. because people were bidding more right. than the price just to be on top to win the deal right. they were getting over 100 percent in may of 2022 it was 100.9 percent and typically when you're buying something real estate wise there's always a little negotiating period well you would think so but for a long time there was in fact people were overbidding now things have changed mm -hmm. we have a little bit more negotiating room lisa don't we with longer yeah. days to contract yeah, easier. Absolutely. And it, it the market kind of shifted from that standpoint kind of in July when interest rates decided to pop up to about 7.5%. And that was unexpected. Yeah. We knew rates were going to go up, but we didn't anticipate them going up that much. And nobody did. And right. so, you know, I think that that was kind of a, um, a knee-jerk reaction. The Fed, raising the Fed funds rate, most people don't understand that these are different things, that the interest rate, mortgage interest rate is not has nothing to do with the Fed funds rate. It's almost a direct opposite correlation type mm -hmm, of a situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, so, mm -hmm. you know, the, all those different types of things from that standpoint. Yeah, and there's actually, um, there's, there's eight different elements of the monthly stats that we look at. Median sales price, closed sales, mm -hmm. days to contract, list price received, sold per square foot, new listings, the quantity, mm -hmm. active inventory, and the month's supply of inventory. In reality, Lisa, if you look at any one of those eight categories, um, actually, actually, you would find that if any one of them is out of whack from the norm or where it's been, it might be an opportunity that's just staring you in your face. Right. I mean, I'm looking at just the prices, and from six, six months ago, I'm saying opportunity. Closed sales, well, there haven't been as many lately. It means people aren't buying as many homes, so... Maybe there's an opportunity there because not so many people are buying homes. Mm -hmm. It might be a good time for me to get out. Now, when people do go out to buy a home, look at homes, they're closing deals in seven days. Now, that was in May. Now, it's 47 days. Mm -hmm. So there's more time mm -hmm. to go out and look at. Because you, you like a home, you can go 
spend the weekend, think about it, go back, look right. at it another day, right. take a friend, et cetera, et cetera. Typically, 47 days. Mm -hmm. That's a big opportunity that we did not have back in right. May. And then, you were running around like a mad person. Ex you're writing offers in the front yard as other people were going into the house. <laughs> I know. It is <laughs> just insane. crazy, crazy, crazy. It was crazy. crazy. Yeah. And the list price received, we talked about that. It was 100.9%. Now it's 97.4%. That means that on average, median sales price, people are getting about 2.6% of a reduction in price mm -hmm. versus what's being asked mm -hmm. for by the seller. And if that's the average, you know, some people are getting a little bit more. Right. Some get a little bit less. Right. But it gives you some hope, right? Right. And maybe you can cut a deal. Yeah. Sold, sold per square foot is a big indicator, right? I mean, that's like the basic math, the uh, trigonometry. It's, of yeah, it's, a easy, it's an easy math to understand. Sold per square yeah. foot, back in May, a house would sell for $336 per square foot. Today, in December 2022, it's mm -hmm. down to 294 mm -hmm. per square foot. At that much of a discount, I could probably buy a little bit bigger home, too, for the same money. Well, yeah, there's that, too. I think, I think that the thing, and just to interject this here, that I feel really strongly about is these statistics are great, mm -hmm. but what I find is that statistics can oftentimes freeze people. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you're having that third baby, mm -hmm. you still need another bedroom. Yeah. And if mom needs to move in with you, you still need to change. There are still needs that we have as human beings that impact real estate. And and clients always ask me, oh, is, this, is this a good time to buy real estate? And I said, is it the right time for you to buy real estate? Yes. What's your motivation behind this? Because we'll figure out how to make all the numbers work. Mm -hmm. We'll make all that a reality for you. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is that you're in tune with what it is that your needs are. Because my job is to take those needs and those hopes and those dreams and create the reality of that from from the the mortgage piece but it's this is this is the part i get i i love the statistics because i i like numbers mm -hmm. um i don't add them well but i like them that's not a good thing for a mortgage <laughs> broker to say but okay um transparency yeah there you go exactly I, I have a really great calculator but um i think that people get too caught up in making yeah. these important decisions about where you live and what you do with your family based on business now if you're an investor this is absolutely, because that is a totally different animal who approaches things in a totally different way. I'm right? an animal. I know. Well, and that's great. And I am too, because I enjoy buying real estate. I like real estate. But um, for, for homeowners, I think probably my message to them is please understand what it is your needs. Sit down and talk to somebody. Don't just look at these numbers and take those and incorporate them or internalize them to something that's going to freeze you into a place that's not where you should be. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think and people just think of financial advisors, though, and not mortgage professionals that can do that for no, them. they don't. And I think mortgage professionals know much more about real estate and the world of real estate and how to leverage that asset. Uh, and not to say financial guys don't, but I really, I, I, I love this talk today, Lisa. I hope that you're educating and some people are thinking, we need to call Neo Homes so I can sit down with Lisa and I can talk to her and show her my asset portfolio and see what they think about if I want to do this in five, 10 years, right. am I on the right now, track? Now, hold on, Shari. There's only so much of Lisa to go around. <laughs> well, she has a team. I need her. I need Lisa. I mean, Lee, she's very important to me. She's very important to our radio show. So I hope we're not overextending you, Lisa. No, absolutely not. People? No, I'd love it. And I, you know, I think that I love about it that people don't think about is the fact that I see both sides of everybody's balance sheet. I see their debts and I see their assets. And no one else in their financial world does that. 
Your CPA sees your tax liabilities. Your financial advisor sees just your assets, but they don't see the debt load that you're carrying. They don't understand that you've somehow, unfortunately, in this inflationary period, you're now carrying $40,000 worth of credit card debt that you didn't have before. So he doesn't know that, yeah, you have an interest rate at 3%, but you're paying 22 on your credit cards. If we do a cash out refinance at six or seven, we're still saving you a couple thousand dollars a month paying. I mean, there's, we, we have a very unique perspective in, reg excuse me, in regards to everybody's um, balance sheet. And so it puts us in a unique position to be you're, able to really to do an analysis. Yeah, you're kind of like a doctor in uh, yeah. a mortgage doctor. I like to think of it that, that way. Sense. Um, <laughs> I may have to come in for a checkup myself. Okay, sometime. that sounds good. Hey, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to look at some more of the final stats and I'm going to get back to talking about the investment side. So at least I appreciate you talking about your perspectives and your visions toward the primary residence yep. home buyer, but you're right. When you're looking at an investment property, you look at these things a little bit differently. Right. And I've got some advice that has been very successful for me that was given to me by a great mentor years ago. I'm ready to tell you that advice after Ooh. this message. Ooh. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23 through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. Learn from the experts with our outstanding lineup of speakers. Attend the workshops to learn everything you'll need to get started as a new beekeeper. February 23rd through 25th, Yarrington, Nevada. For beginners and advanced beekeepers, register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. The number one focus is safety for our students and staff. Hi, my name is Shirley Davila. I work here at CSA Head Start for three years. And I love working here because I love working with kids. You will love working at Head Start. Please call us at 775-786-6023. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. 786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Many of our listeners, well, they're real estate investors, and they want to grow their real estate portfolio. Many times people get started by turning their primary residence into a rental. They buy another house and mm -hmm. off they go. Mm -hmm. But they forget one very critical prop uh, uh, item, and that is to become properly incorporated. You're now yes. in business. Yep. You have to protect your assets. You have to protect your family, your business, and you'd be amazed what kind of litigious society that we have, it's just amazing in the sense that people will look for the opportunities for lawsuits. You want to avoid that by separating yourself from your personal assets, your business assets. That is your real estate. I recommend that you talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. Give her a call and she will help you incorporate your business the right way. Call 775-786-786. 
5515 or visit the website sageintl.com and tell her Peter sent you with me in the studio Lisa Fleck from Neo Home Loans. Lisa, hope you're doing well today and enjoying being with us. Thanks for having me. It's great. Yeah, I'm enjoying having you here too talking well, talking with the naked lady. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, Pheasant from Horsepower Strategies. Uh, you're not really naked. We're I'm not talking naked. Of, you know, we, I, I wear my clothes. I, but I, I, I show up naked, right? Yeah, yeah, I, see, I, I love the fact that you use that word because it's shocking. And yet, being naked, being naked doesn't mean not having clothes on. <laughs> In our world, it means about being yourself and allowing and others to be the same. And transparently, I want to say that Sherry Hill is amazing because we, so we own commercial property and we have rental property. Mm -hmm. And one of the things she advised us to do, and I think it was just the smartest thing ever, because I knew like our, our business was gonna be a different business than the property we owned that the business was in, right? Mm -hmm. um, umbrellas and protective um, areas that we need to have. Uh, to take and separate our commercial from our um, real estate that we're renting out was very important as well to do that. So we really are minimizing our liability mm -hmm. um, in different ways, and we are maximizing the protection of our assets. It's a little more comfortable sleeping at night, isn't it? <laughs> well, she's the wealth protection diva, yeah. and I yeah. think she's very much earned that name. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it surely does uh, allow people to be more relaxed in their investment world because you need that element of protection. You've got to protect your castle and your real estate holdings are your castle. Earlier in the show, I was talking about how some people are so afraid to make investments because they've made investments and put all their money in, they've lost it, or they might have opposition from a spouse or a friend saying, don't invest in that, you gotta keep your money where it's safe. And you know, we all struggle with that, and we've all done it both ways. Sometimes you're successful, sometimes you lose it all. But one mentor of mine told me many years ago, he said, Peter, what I recommend you do if you're looking to become an investor, mm -hmm. he said, look at what you have available to invest. Take a portion of that and investment in, invest it in something that is relatively stable, that allows you some security without much risk. Mm -hmm. Take another piece and invest it in something that maybe is a little bit more aggressive, maybe will give you more return, but it's a little bit more risky. Maybe take another percentage, so 25% of your holdings there. And then that last 25%, if you want to take a little bit more of a risk, that's what you use. Mm -hmm. That 25%. Diversification, yep. Mm -hmm. You use that 25% so that you'll never get to the point where you'll lose it all because that first 50% is reserve, growing a little bit. Second 25%, more reserve, growing more though. And that last 25% is where you can become aggressive. I've had much better success this way than when I used to go the other way, which was. Mm -hmm. You go in with 100% and you hope to double it. Right. And if you don't, <laughs> you beg. You start all over again, right? Uh, I've been there once, and I swore I would never do it again. And I think it's good investment, wouldn't you say, ladies, when you're coming looking to buy an investment property? For instance, I'm looking for a little condo mm -hmm. for my daughter, uh, but it's got to be right. Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't need it right now. Heck, she could live in the garage if she wanted to, right? right? But she's okay. She's got her place. So I'm not in a rush. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for... Uh, helping somebody that's going to have a baby, get married. It's none of that. It's mm -hmm. just I'm looking for the real estate deal. Yeah. So I'm comparing all these numbers, and that's why I look at it a little bit more from the technical side. Sure. I think there's some opportunities there, Lisa. I just I, look I at agree. all these charts and the differences, and there's got to be, there are a number of things that are saying to me, this could be a really good deal. You yep. know, if I could find the right property, 
But now I'm going to have more days to find the right property. Yeah. I can maybe cut a better deal because I can lower the price a little bit because it looks like people are doing that. And because the square sold per square foot is so much less than it was in June, I know I'm going to get a better price. Yeah. Sure, the interest rates are higher. They're not on this chart. I noticed that they don't put that on. <laughs> they never right. put the real the rates on there because that. Is, but that truly is another factor. Yeah. At these rates, wouldn't you think maybe I might be better off with an adjustable mortgage? It's always an option. Um, mm. And we're looking at, we, we tend to trend more towards seven one arms and ten one arms, uh -huh. meaning it's fixed for ten years as a fixed period of ten or seven years. Yeah. Um, couple reasons. One, qualifying. One, uh, better margins um, on the, on the, the, uh, the better cost mm -hmm. uh, for those rates as well um, and lower interest rates. It's, it's an interesting piece. The challenge that we're experiencing right now, not to get too technical, is that essentially the whole entire industry thinks that everyone's going to refinance in the next couple of years anyway. Uh -huh. So banks make their investors, uh, the mortgage industry makes their money um, by holding loans. And if they think that everyone's going to be refinancing, they're not going to be making any money on holding those loans. So instead of building in their profit into the back end where we don't have to have interest rates with discount points and things like that, everything's coming to the, the, to the public, to the street, with discount points because the banks want their profit up front in mm -hmm. cash because they know you're not going to hold the note. Right. And so that's really one of the challenges that we're faced with as well, that, that that's something called margins, that the margins aren't there to be able to get people the rates or not have rates that don't have discount points on them. Yeah, uh, but there is uh, the opportunity now. Uh, it's sellers, a great opportunity. Yeah, sellers are helping though. Sellers are helping quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and discount points are more prevalent now in yep. the mortgage industry than they yep. were eight, nine years ago. Yep. Uh, but it's, a, it's all part of a cycle that comes and goes. Yeah. Prices go up and down. Demand goes up and down. But over the course of the long term, just like if you were look at a trend of the Dow Jones Industrial sure. since they launched, that that line keeps going up, and I I don't see that changing anywhere in our stats. That long term line, Lisa, it's going but in the Lisa's right direction. But Lisa's right. Lisa's right. The media just puts a spin on it and it changes it. I went to a recent bank luncheon and yeah. they presented data, uh -huh. right? And I love being data driven. And it's the we all believe that depending on the president and the party that it will influence, right, the interest rate and the market in that. When they show that over a hundred year period, that is actually not true. Mm -hmm. That's not true. And it's on the news and it's talked about and it's hot stories and it's fervorous conversations yeah. and there isn't data to back it up. So mm -hmm. I think people need to learn to go to the people that want to educate them. They need to be willing to to be educated, first of all, right? Yeah. That's that we don't step. know it all. <laughs> um, you can't. Um, and somebody else's perspective is going to add value. It's right. Ideation is so important in a mm -hmm. business and in a company. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what the new workforce wants. They want to be heard. They want to have their voice heard. And they want to be a part of ideation. So mm -hmm. I think it shows true in the real estate industry as well. Yeah. And we always talk about that. And that's that's a true postulate, if ever. Shari Pheasant is that you need to deal with a licensed mortgage expert to really know mm -hmm. what you have in options if you're looking to buy real estate, whether it's primary residence or investment property. But I also have to tell you, Shari, that not all mortgage lenders are created the same. Mm, I believe that. Not I all remember real estate agents are my either, right? very first day in the mortgage <laughs> industry, my very first day, it was uh, about 14 years ago. My boss told me to start meeting with clients right away, and I knew nothing. And that company was not a good company, and I'm glad I left that company after about a year. 
They threw you into the fire with they no did. fire suit. And it was, it's just wrong for people to do that. So I always recommend people when they're talking to people, when they're talking to a mortgage lender, ask some very important questions. How long have you been a mortgage lender? How many clients have you closed deals for? What kind of transactions have they been? Primary residence or investment property? Manufactured homes mm -hmm. or condos? What state have you done these transactions? Do you have any referrals? Anybody you just closed a great deal that I could talk to to give me some good assurance? Right. Boy, if you would ask those questions, I'd have been money ahead. Mm -hmm. And I had uh, just a few clients ask me, that whole time that I was in the mortgage industry, almost 14 years, only a few clients ever asked me any questions about me. They took, they just thought that since I was a licensed mortgage lender, they could walk in. Not the case. Always deal with somebody that you know, like, and trust, and that you get a good reference on. My reference for today, Lisa Fleck from Neo <laughs> Thanks. Home Loans. Thanks for being with us today, Thanks, Lisa. Peter. I appreciate being here. Any final thoughts before we sign off today? No, I, I just appreciate the opportunity. Um, I think that there's fantastic opportunities, double word here, but, uh, in the industry right now in the market. Um, I think it just requires the uh, sense of a lack of fearlessness to mm -hmm. ask questions. Yeah. And, and I think that as a consumer, that is the most important thing. You are not wasting anybody's time by asking questions. If you are interested in this, I applaud you. You have the courage. It's like going to the principal's office. Mm -hmm. Go to the principal's office and, um, and we'll educate you and we'll help you feel that you can then make an informed decision about your life as opposed to just kind of hoping that you get the ring on the bottle at the fair. Good advice for our listeners. Lisa Fleck, if somebody wants to reach you, what's the best way? Uh, office number is 688-9100 or my cell is 287-2444. Or you can just Google. Or you can just Google me. Lisa yes. Fleck at I Neo. Do. I am Googleable. Neo Home Loans. <laughs> is, is that a word? That's <laughs> a I'm word. not sure that's a word. <laughs> it needs that's to be a word. It is now. Very <laughs> nice. Shari Pheasant, too, has been with us from Horsepower Strategies. Love Horsepower Strategies. Horses and horsepower. Boy, they all come together in your world. Horses, cars, trucks. People. Business. The people, people. Real estate. I mean, right, that's it's, the most important it's all moving, moving, moving fast. Shari, any exciting news about upcoming deals that you're going to be working on yourself? Any new presentations? Anything with... Uh, well, we've got our women's leadership event that we're starting to plan for this September. It'll be at the Grand Sierra Resort. Oh, we brought nice. it down yeah. from Tahoe. Yeah. So it's um, more localized for people coming into the airport from other places. Perfect. Um, and we've got some great things planned. So... Uh, if you're a woman in business, you want to be at this event. Mm -hmm. um, we pour into you and we help you get your seat, take your seat at the table. Yes, yes. Well, we'll put you all of your contact information on our website. But let our listeners know how to get a hold of you, Shari Pheasant, if they want to reach out. Well, my website is easy. It's sharipheasant.com, S-H-A-R-I, pheasant, just like the bird, um, <laughs> dot com. Or you can reach me at 775 461 1110. That's great. Well, thanks for being with us today, Shari and Lisa. I had hoped to have another guest with us today, but he had to back off at the last minute, had to close a big real estate deal, he said. We're hoping to get Dan Ryder on the show with us in the next week or two, awesome. and hopefully maybe you guys can come back too. That'd be great. Okay. Great. Sounds good. Thanks To so our much. listeners, thank you for tuning in. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family to tune in too, and we'll help them get a great deal when it comes to time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? NevadaRealEstateRadio.com.